This is a podcast by The Straits Times. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. But hey, yeah. there is probably a reason why it's going to be Tuesday, and we will find out from Zakir Hussain, Singapore editor of The Straits Times. Zakir, how are you? Well, here to discuss more with us on the implications and what to look out for, what to look forward to. Zakir Hussain, a Singapore editor of The Straits Times, uh, he's on the line now to tell us more. Hey, Zakir. Hi, I'm good. Thanks. Hey, you got your coffee next to you now? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. okay. Well, COVID-19 rules, right, will be eased from tomorrow, or rather from midnight tonight. Um, but we can't say that life is back to normal, can we? I mean, what should we consider before we, we welcome uh, the relaxation of these measures? I think we've got to look at a few things. I mean, there are still several thousand COVID cases a day. COVID-19 is still um, out there. But uh, for the most of us who are vaccinated, it's generally mild, I'd say. But, but it is, mm. especially for the very young, mm. as well as seniors or those you know, who are immunocompromised, mm. it could still have potentially serious consequences. But, you know, for the most majority of people, and if you look at the region around us and the rest of the world, everyone's opening up. I I think two years is sort of long enough. And I think given the epidemic situation and how several other, you know, jurisdictions, it's sort of, it's all things are easing. There's some people who say that Singapore is a little behind the times, right, in opening up. But the thing is, a lot of, yeah, they can compare us to places like Malaysia, Indonesia, I don't know, or much bigger countries. Right, but what yep. I feel they fail to again acknowledge is that Singapore is all we've got. Whereas for those countries, yes. you know, right, if one city yep. you know is in lockdown, they've still got the rest of the country to kind of operate and, and keep going. Yep. So I think one one key measure and one key indicator of how you know, I think if you look at the receptiveness to some of these measures, some people are still concerned that we're easing on testing. You know, for instance, mm. that healthcare workers, preschool teachers, no longer need to be regularly tested. Some feel they should still be, and likewise with masks. So I think tomorrow, when you know people don't no longer have to wear masks outdoors, I think one indicator of how many people are comfortable with this move would be how many might still be wearing masks because mm. they choose to do so. <laughs> so will you right? will you be wearing your mask outdoors or will you? you know, hang it around your ear for a while? What, what would you do personally? <laughs> I, I think it depends. So if I'm mm. going, hopping from a bus to a train, you know, or walking along a mm-hmm. corridor, stopping into a lift, mm. I might just keep the mask on. Okay. Um, but if I'm taking a 20-minute walk in the park, mm. you know, or, or, or a huge outdoor trip, then maybe I might mm. take it mm-hmm. off a little, mm-hmm. especially if it's not a crowded area. Mm. There's a potential issue of, you know, what constitutes outdoors and what constitutes indoors, you know. <laughs> There's a list of... Yes, outdoors and but, indoors yes, would be. Yeah. Yeah. Is, was it from the government or it was, was it just from people who you know, kind of guess? So, so I think, you know, the, the multi-ministry task force did give a list that they made mm. clear that this was non-exhaustive. Mm. Common corridors, you know, for instance, outdoors, void decks that generally open and, you know, you sometimes walk under void decks uh, to get from an open space to another. Those are open areas. Mm. But, okay. you know, if you're, say, walking past a crowded neighbourhood centre and you decide mm-hmm. to pop into a shop, right, mm. where, you know, things are closed. I think the sense is that's a mask-on environment again. Okay. What about hawker centres? Those are... <laughs> Those are mask-on environments unless you're eating, right? That's right, yeah. Those are still okay. considered indoors, actually. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Unless, okay. Unless you're eating. Okay, that's okay. important. Um, okay. This will, of course, no doubt be a big boost uh, for many businesses, uh, especially the tourism sector as well, Zakir. What kind of recovery is predicted? How long will it take? 
you know, I think the recovery is likely to... It's hard to say. I think mm. no one's really making any, <laughs> any predictions. But I think one welcome sign is the fact that the Singapore Tourism Board has started reaching out, for instance, you know, to, to key countries like India. And I think Indonesia will be up next okay. because these are major sources of tourism, tourists. And we've started seeing, you know, even with BTL, people applying to come in. And now that, you know, there, there won't be any more... Effectively, there's no need for VTL, right? right? So long as you're vaccinated, you can come in mm-hmm. without any quarantine. I think that's likely to be a boost to our tourist numbers, especially right. in the coming months. Now, of course, uh, places like China and Hong Kong, we may not get tourists from there for some more months yet. But mm-hmm. generally, the rest of the world is opening up. And I think this might help the much badly hit service sector. Mm. Well, we hope so, too. As you mentioned, their domestic and border reopenings will push consumer prices, though, higher with scramble for labor that we will, well, we are already seeing. Yeah, right and now. are we likely to also see, you know, wage increases? Because, you know, if labor, there's a labor crunch, people would need to perhaps, among other things, pay a little more for mm-hmm. the limited labor. I think we might see some of that. But, you know, given the overall uncertainty in the global environment, I think it's hard to see how things might stack up at this point in time. Mm-hmm. I think there will be a slight rise, though. I think, I, think, I think that's inevitable. Yeah, that's what we were told by business experts as well. Uh, Zakir Hussain is Singapore editor at The Straits Times, joining us here on Singapore reopening and easing of the COVID-19 curve starting at midnight tonight. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.